Welcome to Life Simply Better, the podcast for busy working moms who crave a simpler, more relaxed life, but aren't quite sure how to get there. I'm Zoe Galitzis, your host and coach, and I'll be showing you step-by-step how to create that simpler life you crave. Hey everyone, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. If you're in the United States and you celebrated Thanksgiving, hopefully you had a good holiday and you're getting at least a little room to breathe before heading into December. Today, we are going to talk about secrets to a simple life. I love this topic. I am obsessed with simplicity. It has had such rewards in my life. And I love thinking about how to create a simple life. What is the key? And what I've come to realize is that a simple life requires simple thoughts. So when life feels crazy busy and overwhelming, we try to simplify by changing our external circumstances. We think declutter our house, get that closet organized. We should learn how to say no, or we should eat whole foods and that will give us the simple relaxed life we crave. But in fact, creating a simple life is much simpler than any of those. The only thing you need to do is to simplify your thinking. Let go of busy head and learn how to stop your mind from running a million miles an hour. So in this episode, we will talk about why simplicity starts in your head and the first easy steps you can take to simplify your life from the inside out. So I want to talk about the self-coaching model because apparently I always want to talk about the self-coaching model by Brooke Castillo. It seems like I talk about it in every episode, and maybe I do, and it really is the basis for all of the coaching that I do with my clients and with myself, so it's key. And if you recall the model, and there are some more episodes if you want more detail on this. So check out episode six, I think it is, is how to coach yourself. That will walk you through this model in detail if you're new to this. But just to summarize briefly, in case you don't want to flip back to that episode, the model is made up of five lines. And it talks about the fact that our circumstances, which are things outside of our control, our external circumstances, the facts of our life, they trigger our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings create our actions and our actions create our results, the results and the effects in our life. And so if we take a simple life, which is what we want, where would we put that in the self-coaching model? We would put that in the result line, right? A simple life is the result that we want to get. And the great thing about the model is it shows us the path to any result that we want. And we can work backwards to determine that path. So if a simple life is the result, then we work one step backwards to actions. What kinds of actions would you take to create a simple life? So some examples might be editing your life to keep only what you love, taking your time to do things, not rushing, not hurrying, or being present in the moment. Those are all actions that create that simple life that we want. So then you go one step further back from actions, you go back to feelings, and you ask yourself, what kind of feelings 
would lead to those actions? And you really have to answer each of these questions for yourself. I'm giving my answers as an example, but you have to ask yourself because it might be a little bit different for everyone. So the feelings that lead to those actions for me are abundance. When I feel abundant, I am less likely to need to hang on to things, right? It's easier for me to let go of the clutter, let go of the extra stuff in my life. When I feel unhurried, I take my time doing things. I don't rush around. And when I feel present, I'm able to really be with myself and my family in the moment. So that's the feeling line that you would fill out. And I'm giving you several examples here, but really when you are doing a model, you just need one feeling, one action, one result. So any of these would work to complete a model. So then from the feeling line, we go one more step back to our thoughts. What thoughts would you need to have to feel abundant? Or what thoughts would you need to feel unhurried or present? And for me, um, taking each of those, so a thought that makes me feel abundant, for example, would be a thought of there will always be enough. A thought that makes me feel unhurried, there is plenty of time. And a thought that makes me feel present, just simply, I am here now. So notice those thoughts are what create those feelings. The feelings create the actions and the actions create the result of a simpler life. Now, our circumstances, remember the the kind of external facts of our life, are way at the beginning of the model. And they could really be anything. So even, so let's say I have back-to-back meetings all day. That's a pretty common occurrence for me. I have back-to-back meetings all day. There's no white space in my calendar. But if my thought is about my calendar, there's plenty of time, I'm going to feel fine, right? It doesn't really matter the external fact of what's on my calendar. It's just how I'm thinking about it. Um, On the other hand, if I have back-to-back meetings and I'm thinking this day is going to be a cluster or I'm thinking, you know, I don't have enough time to get my work done, those thoughts are going to lead to a very different feeling and different actions and results in turn. Now, I will fully admit I have both of those thoughts about my calendar. I don't always think, oh, this is going to be wonderful. But the great thing about coaching and coaching yourself is you build an awareness of what is really creating your feelings and what's really creating the results in your life. And once you become more aware of it, you have so much more room to manage it. So that's a long way around of giving an example of how the self-coaching model can be used to create a simpler life. Again, we put simple life in the results line, and then we work back from there and say what actions would create that, what feelings would create those actions, what thoughts would create those feelings. So the thought line was really key in that model. We just talked about the example of my calendar being back-to-back meetings and The way I think about those meetings is what's really going to determine the quality of my day and how things are going for me. So the thought line is key. And when we think about a simple life, that result is mirrored in our thoughts. So if we want the result of a simple life, 
that needs to tie back to our thoughts. And that means we need simple thoughts because your results reflect your thoughts. And it's interesting to think about what are simple thoughts. What does that mean? Because that might not be intuitive as I say that for everyone. And I want you to really think about, you know, what makes an experience feel simple versus feeling busy and cluttered or versus feeling complicated and overwhelming. And it's not actually what's going on around us. It's actually what's going on in our head. My husband and I have a phrase sometimes when one of us can't sleep at night, we'll tell the other, I have busy head and I can't sleep. You know that that experience of your thoughts just racing. You're in your nice soft bed. It's dark. It should be all relaxing, but your thoughts are spinning and keeping you awake and you feel really busy in that moment. And it's just because of your thoughts. It's not because of your external circumstances. And another example I like to think of with this is uh, an example of me um, when I'm feeling really busy at work. So it's so interesting because I just feel like I'm running a marathon, right? I feel like things are crazy busy. It's nonstop. It's going at this really fast pace. Busy, busy, busy. But what if someone, like what if you took an alien beamed down to earth and was just standing watching me at my desk what would they observe if they didn't have any context? They didn't understand what, you know, a full inbox was. They didn't understand what meetings were. They were just watching me and they could just observe me physically. What would they see? They would see a woman sitting down, fairly still, at a desk, looking at a rectangular screen, moving her fingers on little squares, the keys of my keyboard, right? So we have this internal experience that makes it feel like we're literally being chased by a saber-toothed tiger because of what's going on in our head. But it's so interesting to step back and say, what what would someone observing me see right now? And yes, there are times when you're like running between your, you know, your last meeting at work and getting the kids to soccer practice. So yes, there are some times where physically we would probably observe someone rushing and running around. But for the most part, when we feel really busy, we're just sitting down, right? We're sitting down, we're moving our fingertips to type things, we're opening and closing our mouth and making sounds. That's what busy looks like on the outside. So again, really, it's internal. It's our thoughts that create that sensation of being busy. It's all going on in our head. And so if we can go from having busy thoughts to having simple thoughts, all of a sudden, everything becomes simple in our life. And that, my friends, is amazing and wonderful. And you'll know what thoughts lead to simple for you. They will feel good. You will believe them. And they'll just be very simple, very clear and straightforward. And again, I I say this a lot on these podcasts when I talk about doing thought work, that it's probably not realistic for you to jump all the way to 
my life is so simple and wonderful right away if you're coming from a place of feeling very busy. And so what you can do is just get a little bit curious and say, hmm, I wonder what I could think that would feel a little bit simpler, a little less busy than the thought I'm having right now. And sometimes it helps just to go to like a neutral thought versus trying to go from a negative thought to a positive thought. So your thought that is making you feel um, really overly busy and overwhelmed might be something like, my life is too complicated. You could shift that instead of trying to go from my life is too complicated to my life, everything is so simple. Because that probably doesn't feel believable to you, to you. You could go from my life is too complicated just to I am alive. Now, I am alive. That thought probably doesn't feel as amazing or as positive as it would to be able to think everything's so easy, everything's so simple. But the thought I am alive feels a lot better then my life is way too complicated. Feels a lot better than that thought. It sort of neutralizes that thought. But it's still something that is believable. You can agree, yep, I am alive. I actually believe that thought. And so it's much more effective to try to move to a thought that you believe, um, even if it's not quite as positive as you want to get eventually, you can work your way there. So that's one example of how you can work to first notice the thoughts that you're having that are giving you the experience of having a busy, complicated life and start inching those thoughts along the spectrum from complicated to simple. And then you'll have your simpler life and your simpler experience. But I want to offer another way to approach this which is that um, if our thoughts are what are creating our feeling of life being complicated and life being so busy, another way to solve that, to get to a simpler life, would just be to think less. Does that sound a little bit silly? (laughs) Just think less thoughts? Eh, Okay, maybe it sounds a little bit silly, but I am totally serious when I talk about this. Like imagine that busy head example of that time during the night you wake up at two in the morning and your thoughts are just spinning about all the things you need to think about and care about, all the reasons your life is so complicated, what you need to take care of the next day. If you could just stop thinking in that moment, what would happen? You would relax, you would probably just fall back asleep, and everything would be wonderful, right? So I, I really think there's some truth here that to the extent we can just think a little bit less, have a, you know our thoughts a little further spaced apart, is that that will also help simplify our lives, again, from the inside out. So what's another way of describing that? Because I have a feeling I've lost like half of you in this section and you're just like, what? How do you think less? Another way of talking about thinking less or slowing down your thoughts is just called being present. Now that's gotten a little bit cliched. We talk about being present in the moment. I think a lot of people just kind of bandy that term around. But 
what it really is to me is where your thoughts turn from outer circumstances and again, sort of spinning on all the things you need to worry about and all the things you need to care about and all the things you need to do the next day to just being centered on your inner experience of being, sort of just being in your body. So if you've heard of the term flow, where we sort of lose ourselves in an activity or maybe in some breathing exercises or whatever it might be, we we literally have our brain waves change from very kind of um, frequent choppy brain waves to much more methodic, curved, rhythmic brain waves. We're literally thinking less at that time. So being able to get into that flow state, that state of being present in the moment or a meditative state is one way to do that. Now, I know whenever I used to hear about meditation, I was kind of like, I don't have time to meditate. That's wonderful. But where does that fit in my calendar of back-to-back meetings? Where do I go and sit in the lotus position for 30 minutes and, um, you know, get all copacetic? So I want to encourage you to think about meditation not just as sitting on a cushion and navel gazing and saying om, but also thinking about just little snatches of time during the day where you can get into flow, where you can relax, where you can feel absorbed in what you're doing and fulfilled and just kind of lose track of time or just be in a very calm, relaxed place. So, and when I say place, I mean internal place. It doesn't really matter what your surroundings are. So I actually, I don't have any practice of meditating separately from the rest of my life, but I do have a very frequent practice of being aware and conscious as I live my life. So I really don't think meditation has to be this separate thing that you do on a cushion in a dim room while listening to a meditation app. I really think that there are just from moment to moment, there are opportunities in your life to just check in with yourself, even just being like, what does my body feel like right now? Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Am I tired? Like bring yourself out of your head, back into your body, back into your breath. You can do that for two seconds. It's not time you have to schedule on your calendar, but those little moments of awareness add up. And ultimately, I think are actually more powerful than having a separate time to meditate. I think learning how to integrate that into your day-to-day is huge. All right. So just to summarize the three things that we talked about today in terms of what are the secrets to creating a simple life. The first secret, I think, is understanding the self-coaching model and how when we put a simple life as the result we want, we can work backwards through our actions, feelings to get to the thoughts that we need to create and cultivate to get to the result of a simple life. And The second item there then is that those thoughts are going to tie back to the result we want. So if we want a simple life as our result, we need to cultivate simple thoughts, not the busy head, but finding thoughts that are believable to us, that feel better and feel less busy. And that's just a matter of experimentation. There's no secret book of thoughts that I can give you that you can just plug in and start thinking. It's just a matter of getting curiosity 
about it and trying on some different mindsets and some different ways of thinking about things. And then the third thing I talked about was not just changing your thoughts to be simpler thoughts, but also just thinking less. And another way of saying that is cultivating being present in the moment. And you don't have to do that separately as a meditation practice. You can do that moment to moment as you think of it as a really easy, effortless thing. Just step out of your head and into your body for a split second during your day between meetings and ground yourself in that. And that habit of awareness will ultimately lead to the simpler life that you crave, even if your calendar still stays full and you still have, you know, little kids that need things from you, you can have a simple life because it really is more about your internal landscape and the simplicity there than anything on the outside. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. I know that doing this thought work can be challenging and it can be interesting to try to get a perspective on your own brain when you're literally in it all the time, right? It's it's your thoughts. And sometimes it can be really helpful to just have an outside perspective um, that can provide you some additional pointers and some additional coaching. And so if you are interested in that, I am offering free coaching for the rest of 2018. You can go to my website at lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, or email me at zoe, Z-O-E, at lifesimplybetter.com, and I will get you hooked up with some coaching. I would be more than happy to do that. So thank you everyone for listening. Remember to hit subscribe. There will be new episodes every Tuesday. You don't want to miss them. And I hope you all have a wonderful, simple week. Thank you.